This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, this is uh, this is the episode that you've all been waiting for here. Mr. Hockey himself, Patrick Royce, with a full deep dive assessment on the NHL draft last night. The floor is yours. I would say the pressure is on Coach Motzgal, right? Does he have three first-rounders now to go with uh, Kniece, or Kniece, or however we pronounce that, and Faber both being back? Uh, this may be the most loaded gopher team since the Don in 2002 had uh, – Leopold, Ballard, and Martin as his uh, blue liners and uh, and uh, the rest of that crew. But uh, this is, uh, we haven't been, uh, the old gulfs haven't, you know what? Whether they want to or not, people are going to have to start going to go for hockey games again because they, uh, yeah. last year it picked up a little late in the season. And uh, I think, uh, they'll, I'm not sure they'll be back to 10,000, but they'll, uh, they'll be back to uh, nice crowds, I would think, to see this collection. Yeah, because Pat, they had what the Michigan um, that tournament game, right? Yeah, yeah they had I think they sold that out. So yeah, hey, what happened to all those Michigan first rounders? Did those? Or do we know if they're all going to the NA? Did they all sign, or they all some of them stay? Or uh, some like of them stayed, 11, right? Yeah, and some of them stayed. Uh, the Berniers kid, who, who was really good, signed with the Kraken and played for them. Mm-hmm. And then the Kraken got the kid that was expected by a lot of people to go a first overall to Montreal. Did he, he drop the fourth? There's a video of him when he's shaking hands up on the stage that he kind of stares down the Montreal, the Montreal table. table. Yeah, is, yeah, is that so what he were. was doing? Yeah. Who is that? Cooley? No, different kid. Where was Cooley drafted? Fifth, right? Uh, hold, wait, hold on a second. I wrote these all down. Cooley Judd's was drafted. handwritten draft notes here, everybody. Yes, they this are. Is what you Don't all came laugh. For. They're handwritten. Wow. Uh, no, he went third to the Coyotes. Oh, he went Logan third. Cooley did. Shane Wright is the kid that was expected oh, oh, okay. to go first. Yeah. He fell to fourth, but here's the thing. There is no way on God's green earth that if Montreal has the first pick in the draft, I want to go to Montreal because that market will expect you to make an impact on opening night. I'd rather go to Phil's oh, so you territory. Want, you, want, you want low expectations. I want Seattle, man. Seattle's a great place to play. You want no sure. pressure. Yeah, yeah. well, Montreal's brutal. The Krakens are going to sell every ticket for five years, no matter how bad they stink. So uh, that's, a, that's exactly. a good idea. But uh, Montreal, we've come a long way since uh, the entire roster was Frenchman. And oh. now we have uh, some Slovakian that not even he can pronounce his name. <laughs> What's it? What's your I, name, you know what? guy? I have no idea. Stufa something or ever. I don't know what his name is. Uh, George Slosky. 
Did you ever think you'd live long enough to see the first two picks in the NHL draft bill both be Slovaks, for goodness sake? No, hell no. Are you course, kidding? They can fool us, but Slovak is still Czechoslovakia. They can fool us. They, they, might have <laughs> called it, they might have made it two countries, but it's still Czechoslovakia. So what did uh, I did catch some of the the Bill Guerin, you know, he wasn't he wasn't willing or able to talk about Kaprizov's situation. Uh what what does that mean that even he is kind of like, eh, well, I, just... I thought Bettman saying, "Ah, eh, we'd be better off if we not talk about uh Russian politics." The NHL, he basically was candid enough to say we we'd be better off not talking about him or threatening him or you know, all the uh all these screaming and hollering to get Brittany Griner out only increased the amount of time she spent over there. And now she had to plead guilty, hoping that they'll only make her serve four months more or something like that. It's, yeah, that's uh, brutal. Yeah, well, it's not uh, you know, when you have a madman in charge who's now trying to use any clout he can get uh, to uh, for prisoners. You know, the guy they want to exchange prison you know, prisoners with Griner. This guy's like a arms dealer, madman, responsible for incredible amounts of death. There's no way you can make that that prison switch, prisoner switch. We right? are go, yeah, and we are firmly now, Patrick, going back in in time. We oh, are yeah. going back in and and. Do you know what the Kaprizov thing might call for? When Louis went to Czechoslovakia yes. to put Frankie Musil in uh-huh. in the trunk of his car to cross the border. Phil, this is the old days. I've heard that story. You guys have seen those European cars. You know, these were little boxy things. Frankie Frankie was a big boy, too. Uh, That was, he had had to be stuffed into that trunk like he was in the Goodfellas or something. You know, the guy. Did they, wait, did they, so did they cross borders with him in the trunk? So do they not check the trunk when you cross borders? I don't know. Louis probably handed some cash to some guy at the at the gate. And how long can you be in a trunk asking for a friend? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When you're a hole before when you're six foot three and two twenty, probably not too long. Oh my God! We killed him. He's not going to play for us now. It's like a five hour road trip, and you're in a trunk. Is that problematic? I don't know. The world was a simpler place when there were 12 teams in the NHL and they were all Canadians with a few Americans. That's what I say. Yeah. Let them have their own league over there in Europe. Leave us alone. You know? oh, God. But uh, anyway, that, uh, we we did extremely well, according to uh, Bill and uh, and the pundits. So who was 19th? They, they, the Russian was 24th. Who'd they take? Liam Ogren, a left wing from Sweden. As I check again, my handwritten. How quickly are these players, Judd, going to come up and actually do something for the Wild? Oh, it'll be a few years. Well, the guy in uh, the guy in the Russian is supposed to, even if they don't make him, is supposed to stay over there and play, right? Yeah, team in Russia. Yeah, he'll he'll be stuck there for a while, probably. And Ogren until they lose the war, or uh, you know, until who knows what happens, Pat? Yeah, that's the problem. Well, I, I don't think we know a thing about what's going to happen there. That's probably why the guy was available, right? Because was he that, supposed to yeah. be drafted higher talent-wise? I think he was like projected talent-wise like 10th. Mm, okay. Oh, what a bargain. Okay. Go get him, Bill. <laughs> well, all I, know is if, all I know is if the big Ruski isn't here on uh, uh, October, whatever the hell it is, uh, the expectations for the home team are going to take a considerable dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels it, it feels problematic. Uh, the, the the Twins headed to Texas for a three game series this weekend. 
Boy, and uh, then Milwaukee and to, Chicago next week. Don't you have to be happy to be going to Texas on a week in a on a weekend in uh, July and having air conditioning? Yeah, they are they are they pretty. How how judicious are they with the retractable roof? Like, what's is there like a temperature well, not, line? They're not playing. Saturday and Sunday, she's going to be closed because it's 104 both days. I looked at the temperature. Uh, back in the day when uh, our uh, baseball writers would uh, give me a, uh, a trip every summer, the uh, ones available were Detroit and Texas uh, with, with the outdoor ballpark. I was there. It was the hotel that we, you would stay in was like three blocks, but it was up the hill. And it was 108, and by the time you walked up there, you felt like death, you know, because it was, uh, you know, you couldn't get your car drive 20 feet to park, you know. So, but it was. Uh, you ring, of, you ring your shirt, bring a backup shirt, so you can ring the first one. Hot, miserable place, and they, uh, the stadium, I think, was only 20 years old. They built a new one, so I don't know what's done. They do it the other place. They had a team in uh, one of the, the, what was the the. The uh, the WWE league uh, was the XFL. Was that uh, the XFL? Yeah, lasted. They played across. Yeah, they They played at the Arlington Stadium. They were going to play in that stadium. Yeah, that was. But that's that's kind of a robust stadium. Holds about forty thousand for a XFL game. So I don't know. I think they're. I think the plan is to tear it down. So, what was the first place like, Pat? Oh, it was unbelievable! It was uh, one deck. It was it was Met Stadium. Yeah, but it was one deck all around. Held twenty four or five thousand, maybe. But uh, I've told you guys these stories that uh, uh, you know you to get down there, you had to walk through the crowd to get to the clubhouses, which were at each end of the thing. But the 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 way to beat the crowd was to walk under these bleachers that were. But under the bleachers, there was like uh, water, you know, you'd have to walk over boards that had water. There were creatures underneath there because they were stuck in the heat. And Claire Smith, my friend Claire Smith from the New York Times, who was a, a uh, uh, you know, Hall of Fame baseball writer. And uh, uh, Don Baylor was, I think Baylor played there once, or he, he told her that he'd seen a snake underneath there. And, you know, and Claire, like, didn't go to the clubhouse for five years because she was afraid the snake was going to get her. The snakes were going to get her. Turns out it was just Alex Rodriguez, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was the worst. It was the worst. And I've told you guys about the crickets that they had because after the game was over and we'd be in there right in an hour. And, by the way, the windows, the windows in in the sealed windows in the press box were, like, all smoked. You know, you had to look through a fog because the heat was pounding on them all day long. But at night, the only lights would be in the press box, and these crickets would come jumping. They were like little lobsters, and they'd come jumping and smack into those. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they would jump from home plate to the press box, which is the back of the first. I hate to run into those crickets on the street, man. It was terrible. It was the worst I've ever been in. Brutal. And they, they played there a long time, man. Didn't mm-hmm. they? In in well, in into the mid nineties. Yeah, they were after uh, 
they were after all the, you know, uh, they were after Baltimore, after Cleveland, after a couple others. I think it was had to be the mid '90s when they got their new ballpark. So. How long do you guys think like modern like ballparks and football stadiums that have been built in the last five or ten? So tar- Target Field. How long I are we going to have Target Field? I'm curious to that. I really think. I think that I won't be around, but I've been. I bet ten years from now they're talking about a new site with a roof. So, tw- so 20 years, and then it's going to be yeah. a little outdated. And- yeah. I don't know. That's going to become the excuse. Wow. Well, first of all, you know, you're playing and you're playing in the end of March to early November if you're any good. I mean, how are you going to That's play the problem. Here? They haven't gotten a chance to test drive it in yes, right. the cold weather yet. I always remember, and we all remember, 1991, if, if the World Series – if you were not in the Metrodome and the World Series, if you were outdoors at the World Series and it was one of those World Series that went to November, it might have been a little tough to play that game when we had 31 inches of snow on Halloween. Yeah. You know, right? Oh, my yeah, gosh, yeah. That was, well, I feel every, that was, there's, there's always an April blizzard, too, which isn't as big of a deal. Four days after the season ended. Yep. Four days after the World Series ended, we it started actually three days. It started snowing. 16 inches stopped for 12 hours and 15 inches, 31 inches in a day and a half. Uh, you have to call up Commissioner Sealy and say, we're going to have to wait till about November Thanksgiving to play this thing. Is that yeah, what would you do? Would you do? Because yeah, you, you wouldn't want to give up the home game and yeah. go play. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll go down to Atlanta, you know, for yeah, game six Milwaukee. and seven. Yep. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Go use their state. Go play a neutral you know, side. I've always wondered about that. And I guess it would not be a reward. You you have to reward the home fans, I guess. But a neutral site World Series, they had the one with Texas in a yeah. nice warm weather place, and give give the home give the two teams twelve thousand tickets apiece to give to their loyal season ticket holders, right, or something like that. I tell you one thing: you'd sell the World Series, you'd sell a World Series tickets. They'd be an even hotter item, don't you think? I'd Absolutely. Think so. Petco Park. Petco nice Park. Nice San Diego World Texas, Series. Gorgeous. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We do it with the Super Bowl. You just you just I've reward thought all about these this. teams. I like yeah. this idea. Well, I've been thought thought about it, but I guess they're afraid to, you know, because season tickets a lot of places have become a big deal. And uh, where are we where are we gonna go with baseball though? I wonder we we haven't seen anything. There was there were a lot of people thinking that by now, by the middle of summer, there'd be some information on Oakland going to Vegas. Now, maybe at the All-Star game, when they have a meeting, something like the rumor starts coming, but they got to be getting out of there, don't they? I mean, yeah. there's they, they did everything they could this year to piss off the 50 fans that they had left. You know, they got the worst team in the league on purpose. They got the worst team in baseball on purpose. And uh, supposedly, there's a a lot of public money there for them uh, if they if they make move to Vegas and then that'll just leave the Tampa problem I guess and then maybe they can expand in baseball. So didn't man so Manfred has said he wants to expand to thirty two teams so but he's got two teams that need to move out of their current yes, places right, and then what right. are the what are the two new markets going to be? Nashville, Nashville and Nashville and I don't know who you know who wants a team Portland but would would that be a good idea to have? Uh, medium sized I think also Nashville's all, booming, so I can see Nashville because yeah. that's a that's a well, massively yeah, growing city. All the unrest in Portland probably ended their hopes of uh, Portland's yeah. a Seattle conflict as well, right? 
Yeah, yeah they share and, they share TV they share the a TV region. Yeah. yeah, I did not think you need another team up there, but uh, that's that's one of their problems. Baseball is it's NFL team. Okay, you get an NFL team, it costs you two billion dollars or more, but you're gonna you could go to Birmingham and sell out every game, right? Forever. Yes, and you and yeah. you just dip into the but, massive but, pie of TV money. But baseball, you got to have a tremendous corporate, you know, backing and tremendous fan base. And you, you know, Charlotte, we were the Twins trying to Twins were going to go to the Triad, and some of us were stupid enough to write about it. You're going to go to. We're going to put a major league team in high point. Yeah. Don Beaver was a real threat to us. Yeah, he was. We, we, uh... Now, I, I, I uh... one, one good thing about that is uh, when that uh, I had an inside source on all that stuff, Pat Borcia. <laughs> <laughs> he gave he gave me the good dot. He gave me the good uh, norm information too uh, when. Uh, that, that whole thing was going on. He was, he was really around a lot of successful operations, wasn't he? He was, he was really plugged in with them for a while. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. He would. Uh, he he would was Norm's you, guy. He would tell you stuff. The only worse source for information than him was uh, Bob Casey, who I got told you gave me two hundred scoops in his days as the PA announcer and went zero for two hundred. But he was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was what was the juiciest incorrect scoop oh, that he ever God, gave? I can't Remember, it was almost daily. You know, tell you something. I can't. I can't remember. They were all little, you know, but they were. <laughs> they were never correct. Never, never correct. You know? Yeah. Uh, hey, what, Robo. Uh, well, go ahead. We got a big story in the strip today. A lot of soccer the next month, Judd. I think you guys start doing late night soccer podcast. Should we do some, uh, Judd? We're gonna. We're Wait, gonna have what's you going host, on? Uh, you know, soccer event line. We got an all. Our, our, our what do we got? I think our Aurora are unbeaten and they're in the playoffs. And okay. the Loons have the are hosting the All Star game, August tenth against. Mm-hmm. People didn't get my joke the other day I, I, on Twitter. I said source, MLS All Star game will be played at uh, Allianz Field against Meg because I read the paper and I didn't know it. Well, obviously they announced it months ago, but And they're playing who? They play Liga Mexico. The oh, Liga in Mexico. It's, it's a friendly. Liga. It's a friendly, yes. It's but it's the All Star game. It's the All Star game. So we got that, and then okay. I don't know. I, just all kinds of stuff. Just all kinds do, of. Stuff. Do we still do the thing in Blaine, Pat? Yes. Yeah, the USA Cup still big. Bane yeah. of my existence as a clerk at the Star Tribune. Oh, yes. Getting how those scores. It, how oh about as God. an intern back when we used to get the interns in? And we didn't let them do anything except they get to go to the USA Cup. That was their big go Bill, find some incredible. team from Germany and write something and leave us alone. Yeah. No, some team from <laughs> Cleveland or something would come yeah. in. Yeah. A bunch of little rugrats from Cleveland, and the yeah. poor intern would have to write a story about them. You know what else is? Uh, I think isn't it? Is it next week? We have the three M Open. Boy, they're not getting any. Pub that's in a couple. I think that's two more weeks. Two more weeks from now. Oh, well, they've right. got it. I mean, there's a bunch of names it's that have. The same week Tony is uh, being inducted in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hey, go to my Twitter account. This guy, Pop Fly Pop, Pop Fly Pop Shop, did a Tony cartoon. They do a they 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 have a cartoon of the week or a cartoon of the month, and they got a Tony one. I don't know for I don't know what a print cost. You might find out it costs a hell of a lot more than you want to pay, but I don't 
somebody uh, sent a copy of it to me and I sent it along on Twitter, but a, one of those comical old tweets that uh, of cartoon type things with stuff written here and there and everywhere that this guy does. Popflypopshop.com. Popflypopshop.com. All right. I think it's like 60 bucks. It's Help cool. Tony pay for those six hotel rooms he has to get for others. He only gets two free ones. I was I ran into him a couple of weeks ago, and I said, Tony, I can't afford to stay in Cooperstown to see you go in. I said, I'll drive in in the morning. And uh, he says, I, I said, the hotel rooms. He says, I know. I got to have eight, and they only give you two, and they don't give you a deal on the other six. Poor guy. Tony's going broke. He's going to go broke. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, Tony. Tony played back in the '60s. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah, right. 70s. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a hundred million dollars burning a hole in his he bank. He finally account. gets in the Hall of Fame, and it's going to break he him. Made a hundred grand like two years, right? At yeah. He made a hundred oh. grand. Yeah. Finally got in. Sid used to always accuse him of always having his uh, money buried in the backyard. Though he thought he was cheap. He used to get mad about being cheap. <laughs> time twin even though i only covered him for two years but i knew him all you know and then he was, became a coach and he was there but uh, I, I love that guy as a player and i love him as a person and he's a he is really a uh, wonderful guy anybody who's ran into him at the ballpark knows that so yep. it's fun to see him finally make it mr america mr america <laughs> i don't know how sid did it, it the was, nicknames yeah I don't know well, how it, they were it so was good. His word associate. Now he knew what Tony's name was, but eighty percent of the people he gave a nickname right. to, he had no idea. Who yeah, it was, was his way of remembering you. Yeah, the the, the favorite is uh, Jim Foster. Uh, was a kind of a clerk, and then he worked in the business department. But he Sid worked with him, and he worked there ten years. And all of a sudden, Sid started calling him Anderson instead of Foster, and he he. He's Anderson, you know, he called him Foster for 10 years and then he started calling him Anderson out of nowhere. And then one day he's screaming at Anderson and he said, Anderson, blah, blah, blah. He says, it wasn't me, Anderson. It was that Foster guy that yeah. did it. All of a sudden, he got this blank look on his face. Like, uh, what, you know, what What's he hell? talking about? <laughs> yeah. And later in life, you couldn't correct him because he couldn't really hear you. So you right. just had to sort of I mean, kind of go with it. Yeah. Later on in life. There's got to be something. Is there anything, you know, is this going to be a quiet weekend or is the Kaprizov story going to break? Is that, you never do know, do you? The twins going to blow eight leads in Texas or something. I would, did anybody find, did any of our research, you know, it's amazing what with the, the right stat outfit, like Phil Miller can Whenever I need something, he can find it. Like, when's the last time? You know, and it's not baseball. It's it's beyond baseball reference. I don't know where he gets it. But have we figured out how many times they've blown five leads in a game? Could oh, my gosh. Up, right? Yeah, I don't. that's a great question. Yeah, I mean, it could. Uh, I mean, it kind of, you know, it, it, it happens in baseball, but like two or three times. But five yeah. seems like a little little yeah, over the it, top. It does. It does. We uh, they, uh, I think they have a uh, they have a moral obligation to get a relief pitcher. Don't you? Yeah, and now, now we're now we're we're within Whitey's, range here now. The mighty Whiteys get beat again last night. You know what? Detroit's hot. You know who else is hot? Baltimore. 
Baltimore's almost 500 now. Baltimore's charging towards 500. The five best teams, well, the five of the six best teams in the American League are in the East. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Meanwhile, the poor Angels with the two greatest players of our lifetimes, basically, can't sniff 10 games within 500. How is it possible? I don't know. What do you, you... This is like... You know, this is like having Maris and Mantle and finishing, uh, you know, 74 and 88. How does that go? You know, it's not, it's not happening. It's not possible. Free Mike Trout. Free yeah, Mike there's Trout. There's now rumblings that they might look at trading him just for the love of God. He's played three playoff games in his career. Yeah. But how about the other guy? Is the oh. other guy, there's no, the other guy is going to end up signing where for the biggest contract. Ever. Isn't he a free agent after next year? I yeah. think he's a free agent in a year. Yeah, I mean, as loyal, you know, you know, we're here to go right up the freeway to the Dodgers to give that team some much needed, uh, get the fans more interested. They just had a home game of 11, a home stand of 11 games when they drew uh, over a half a million people. Wow. Poor Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, they it's really could use so another generational superstar. <laughs> they need a new stadium is what they need. They do need a new stadium. It's uh, I, I haven't been there in years. I'd love to be going to the All-Star Games there this year. And, yeah. Uh, that, that's a great trip. You got the, uh, you know, you got the Twins are in Seattle, San Diego, and the uh, All-Star Games in L.A. And, uh, so, you know. Hey, one thing, this kid from Forest Lake, I wonder uh, – this Walmer kid, he's 24 now. I see he made the Futures game. He's hit a lot of home runs. I think he's kind of a home run or nothing guy, but with this organization, uh, uh, that's fine. You know, they'll give you a shot, right? Yeah. Or they trade him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He Somebody could get will, moved. Somebody's going to have to get moved here to get a couple of guys going to have to get moved yeah. to get a pitcher here. So, yeah. anyhow. All right, Pat. You, we'll uh, catch you, you uh, next week. hot weekend. This uh, damn, this humidity. I don't like that. Bill. I wish I was up in Seattle. Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's a humid seventy-two here, so it can be yeah. a little rough. Be tough to heat the pool out there, though. That'd be the yeah, I can't wait definitely. to see what that bill is this year. <laughs> All right, see you, Pat. Bye. All right, that's our wrapping with Roycey, presented by our friends at Federated, who since two thousand five have helped raise forty-four million dollars for Big Brothers Big Sisters. If you want to find out more about this great mentoring organization that helps children with uh, problems facing adversity, giving them just a much more stable foundation to build a life on. You can find out more at federatedchallenge.org. That's federatedchallenge.org. All right. Uh, we'll talk to Pat early next week. Also, check out Action Movie Rewind today.